Welcome back. And now we are on part two of Glenn's interview. And in part one, we learned a lot about Glenn. We learned his mantra. We learned where he is heading towards. We learned his history of struggles and how he went through and what got him through. And now we'll pick it up with another reflection as well as pondering on the future. Enjoy. But then I think, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I wish her well. I really hope that she's doing well and, um, and that she's, uh, you know, and that she's thriving and that life's, you know, going good for her. Right. That's something that I've, I mean, I've had that before. I mean, I'm 50, so friends yeah. have come and gone right throughout oh, the yeah. years. And I went through that same thing. I'm like, well, what did I do wrong? And yeah. then I would obsess about it probably for months or a year or two. Mm-hmm. And finally, I don't know, it just stopped thinking about the person. Yeah. But then I recently did have somebody who was a very dear friend, even from high school, mm-hmm. that one unfriended me from Facebook. I was like, hmm, okay. And then I would send a message and I wouldn't get a response. But then I was still friends with the husband on Facebook. So I'm like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And the husband said, you'll have to ask this person yeah. why. And I'm like, no, I don't think I need to. And no. I actually sent him a message and I said, huh. I'll just go ahead and say, we're done. Well, I don't need to be your friend because exactly. I don't deserve the cold shoulder. I've done nothing. There you go. I do wish you the best in life. Yeah. And we left it at that. Yeah. But then a few years later, that friend came and requested to be a friend of mine on Facebook. And I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Let me be the graceful, compassionate person that I want to be and that I should be. Yeah. And so I accepted it. And it was a heartfelt apology from this person. Um, and they wanted to explain why. And I said, you don't need to explain why. You did yeah. anything you did. Yeah. That was in the past. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And if you want to be friends, let's start here. Like and that's that. what we've done. I like um, that. And so through grace and compassion, whether I'm friends with this person or any person again or not, yeah. it's helped me move on yeah. smoothly. And I feel better about myself. And then I find that I don't uh, obsess about the reasons if, when, why, could have, should have, whatever. Yeah. I just let it go. I love that. And that's just, it's a progress, right? We oh, yeah. Of life. And so kind of to wrap things a little bit, I wanted yeah. to ask you yeah. to think about these different um, aspects or different times of your life. And I want you to describe in a word or two, Yeah. what were your 20s? Wow. <laughs> what were my 20s like? Yeah, well, for you, for me, describe your 20s. Oh my gosh, like, the, like two words, okay? Two, two words. words. Like the first two words popped in my mind when you asked that question. Guns, guns blazing. Okay, that guns blazing makes sense. We were so young and we're yeah. trying to figure out our place in the world. Oh yeah, I'm coming out with guns blazing. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my gosh, yeah, totally. Well, I was thinking about the fact really quick how you know I I went on a mission for the Mormon Church and I went to South America. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, and so it was just like suddenly I went from being this little you know this guy this little guy in California to being thrown into South America. On you know, like here you go with a mission on a mission, yeah, and it being, makes sense, yeah, and being gay and being yeah. closeted, <laughs> you know. And yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm living with guys, you know. And I grew up with brothers, you know, and a dad, you know. But it was like, whoa, you know. And then in South America, and and you know, and and I mean, I find both sexes attractive, but like, my goodness gracious, mm. the men and women, you're just like, hello, you know. <laughs> like it was, wow, yeah, guns blazing, guns blazing for my twenties. And what about your thirties? Um, 
you make me cry. Flirty and fun. Flirty okay. and fun was my 30s. Because you said my 30s, I immediately thought of my kids. Okay. Immediately thought of my kids. And, and like, because I, those were my years of staying home. I was a stay-at-home dad for eight years. Okay. Those were my years and going to school. And those were my years of being home with my kids and uh, putting them in the double stroller and walking all over the city. And people still to this day, I go down and visit Springville. They'll be like, I remember you putting those. And look how big they are. I remember you putting those two. We'd see you walking down to Walmart. And there were days... There were days where I would literally put them in the stroller and walk with them just to stay alive. Yeah. Because I just remember days where, like, I'm like, I am talking to these little kids I can't have an adult conversation with. And I love them to pieces because they're my children. Um, you know, but there were days where I'm like, I want, I want something more. And so I would put them in the stroller and I'd go out on these walks. And it's like it would reset my brain. Something about neurodivergency or something, something, something with the brain and walking, you know, and I've talked to my partner and I've talked about this, but something with the brain and walking and doing that movement, it's like I would have this reset and I'd, and I'd be fine and I'd get the vitamin D, I'd get the sun, and I'd come home, I'd be in such a good mood, you know, um, but yeah, flirty, flirty and fun because that was also a period of my life with my ex um, and, and she has even said this since our divorce. That was a time where, like, we were in a really good place. We are in a really, really good place in, in our relationship. And I look back now and I'm like, why was that? And it's because we, we, we both were doing a really good job at, like, loving ourselves first and, first and foremost in the mornings, like I said at the beginning of the program, right? And loving ourselves. And then it was, I don't know what it was. It was so much easier when I loved myself first to come home and to love her and love those kids and then love everybody else. Yeah. 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 Makes so sense. flirty and fun. <laughs> now we move on to your 40s, which you're currently in. Oh. You're only four years into it, right? I know I'm only four years in. But how it. would you feel that you're, you could describe that now? Um, peace and grace. I love it. Yeah. Peace, peace and grace. Did you try to make me cry? <laughs> no, there's just such, like, wow, like, such good questions. Like, such good questions. But peace within. And peace around you? Yeah, yeah, this peace within where I'm like, um, like, so this is what it feels like, you know, like, mm -hmm. this is what it feels like to just, to just be. You know, like mindful, like to just to just be in the moment and, and to just be to be happy, to be in this moment and join this interview, to not be worried about other things, to not be obsessing about other things. You know, I, I had to leave I had to leave things behind. There's certain aspects and things that I had to leave behind, you know? Well, there's I, always a time to move on. Yeah, there and you you said it earlier in the program, change is good. You know, change is good. And I, and I felt, I didn't feel resentment, but I felt some sadness in knowing when this change came up to like, you know, new job, move up north, move up here to Salt Lake. I'd always wanted, I lived here in my 20s after my mission, <laughs> lived in Sandy. And I had wanted to live up here again. And my mom 
lived in the uh, she lived in the avenues in oh. the seventies after her mission before she met my dad. And I feel sometimes like I'm doing a lot of the things that um, that she wanted to do. Right. Yeah. And that she. <laughs> I, you know, she's been gone 10 years from cancer, but I've always felt like I want to honor her in the way that, um, to just go out and to, uh, and this is something that I feel like she, she left with me in her passing from cancer because she was only 62 mm -hmm. to just, and this also came to me after my healing after, um, last summer at my lowest, you know, my you know, I could say, like, my garden of Gethsemane, right? My lowest of the low. <laughs> um, to just be. To just be. And I feel like she's, like, one, one time, I, one day I was just sitting there um, meditating. And then I went out on a hike. And I felt her presence. I felt her energy with me. And I felt her say these two words. And she said, just... Yeah. Just live. Just live. Just live. Just go and live life. Like just go and and live life and just with arms wide open, right? Just mm -hmm. embrace, embrace life, embrace whatever comes up. Don't try to control anything anymore, but just allow things to just cut. And so now when when I look at life from that standpoint, when I look at life from that standpoint of just living and just being, and then I look at every single person that comes into my into my space, into my existence, as like someone I can learn from. You, they come into your your life for a reason. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're coming into my life for a reason. Everything's. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in in synchronicity. You know. And I thought to myself, when this opportunity came up, you know, with my partner, like, oh, hey, we can have a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. There's part of me that thought. You know, like, oh, well, you know, do I want to do this? You know, do I want to give up my bachelor? And, you know, and all these other things. And, you know, like my heart saying, yes, 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 yes. And you talked about the the heart and the brain. Mm -hmm. But my brain's like, now, wait a minute. You know, yeah. it starts to go analytical. Now, wait, but, you know, like you're going to move away. And then, you know, you're going to leave your friends behind. And You know, and it's like everything, everything just fell into place job and everything just like fell into place and I thought you know what so here we go here's my next here's my 40s and uh, yeah peace peace and grace yeah because when you find that peace in just living mm -hmm. the grace follows yeah I like that isn't that true mm -hmm. yeah and then I feel like it can follow on a you know it could can follow on a on a daily basis and I had to go in and really like I had to go in and do and I'm still doing it. I had to go in and do like a lot of inner child work. And I had to reparent yeah. myself in so many ways and recognize that, you know, my, um, my parents um, did the best and have done the best that they could with how they were parented, right? Mm -hmm. And I look back at my mom, you know, I mean, I got very emotional there talking about my mom because my first best friend and, and you, know, the, you know, my first love, um, I, I can only think of one, one thing she said to me in 34 years that like, that hurt one single thing. You know, mm -hmm. I had, I, I tell people, I'm like, I had an angel mother. 
But I learned so many lessons from her. And then I look at my dad, you know, and my relationship with my dad, I, I struggled with that for a long time. But about 10 years ago, um, my, at the encouragement of my mom, I went on a trip with my dad, a family history trip, and we went to Florida where my dad's from. And in that trip, I, I, found, I found healing. And I was able to look at my dad in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. And I was saying this to somebody recently. I said, I was able to look at my dad and realize that I was him and he was me. And we were one. And we were just separated by like a generation. I mean, he was 29 when I was born, you know, or 28. And I just realized like, like wow, like look at the lessons that I've, that I've learned. But I've also had to consciously... You know, I had to consciously make that choice. Like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on this relationship because I want to have a good relationship with, you know, with my dad. And I can, I can say now um, that my dad is, uh, is one of my best friends. Yeah. And through that, through our teachings of learning and mm-hmm. finding that grace for our parents, yeah. there's healing within us because oh, yeah. we have, as a child... Yeah. We don't understand we don't. why parents do the things that they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not until we're an adult that we are like kind of in the same situation with our own children. You're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> now I understand why mom and dad did this or said that. Now yeah. I can go back and be like, okay, little Emery, it's okay. That's, yeah. They were doing the best that they could because their parents taught them that. Yeah. But then how do we become bigger and better parents, right? Exactly. We reflect on what happened to us as a child. And how we can make our children even better, right? Yeah. So I think it's a generational thing. We Thank can you. flush out the bad habits, yeah. right? If that's of generational um, inheritance yeah. of emotions. I like that. Um, now, yeah. normally don't ask this kind of question. Because normally I, I'm like, hey, we're mindful. We're living in the present. Yeah, yeah. But with the evolution of who you are, yeah. what do you fulfill? Or how do you feel that your 50s? will be Mm. two words (laughs) two words (laughs) explosive and growth I love it yeah Yeah, you know 50s and new 30s yeah yeah 50s definitely like explosive explosive and growth you know like coming into my own here in my 40s and that the peace and grace um yeah explosive and growth just makes me excited. I know, you know, like, it's nice. It's nice, Emery, to wake up every day and be happy and be excited to be alive. Instead yeah. of dreading. Instead of dreading. You know, instead of, like, mm-hmm. waking up and being like, you know, because I, I, you know, I've, I've been associated with people, and, and I've been there myself. Oh, God, another day, you know? Right. You know? And that's, and that's not a fun place to be in. It's not a fun space to be in. No, and it, it goes back to something that you said earlier about control. Yeah. Uh, control is fear-based and yes. worries, right? So if we can let go yes. of the fear and the worries, yeah. we don't try to control things, yeah. what does that do to us? It opens us up more to universe, God, whatever you want to call it, Yes. and the flow. Yeah, yeah. When if you think of the acronym of fear, it can it can stand for two, two things, right? It can be F everything and run, mm-hmm. or it could be face everything and rise. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, I've really enjoyed our time here today. Me too. Um, I do thank you. Um, I look forward to getting to know you more. Um, It would be my honor.
Thanks for listening to Mindful Emery. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow wherever you listen. And follow me on social media at Mindful Emery for Facebook and Instagram, as well as my website, mindfulemory.com.